You're listening to Kicking It with John and Greg. One's a real estate agent. Oh, man. We're definitely editing that out. The other is an all-world punter for your Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, you can. Why can't you say that? We'll just wait. We'll see. I think you can say that. I hope you can. Powered by Seahawks.com. Now you never know. Well, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I am sure. You never know until you know. Well, And I know. Welcome to another edition of Kicking with John and Greg. I'm John Ryan. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm just barely here. Joined by my good buddy and co-host, Greg Woodman. What is up, buddy? What's up? Thanks for being here today. You're okay, man. You know what? Thank you for being here today. I just got off a plane about... It's 1 o'clock now, so we just got off a plane six hours ago oh. from New England, from Baston. From Baston. Congratulations. Yeah, if I never have to go back, it'll be too soon. <laughs> um. <laughs> Man, what a crazy game. I mean, this mm-hmm. two we didn't do one last week because of Monday Night Football kind of threw right. all the schedules off, but I mean, just two crazy games in a row. Yeah. It's uh I mean, it was a great game. It was a good game just to be a part of. Yeah. You know, it was it was one of those I honestly feel like it was one of those nights where if we played like five games back to back to back, it would come down to the last possession on the last game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it would be like 130 to 131. It would be. I just felt like it was one of those days where we could just play forever, and it was gonna come down to the last possession as it did. Yeah. Even it, it was just it was just fun. It reminded me a lot of the Super Bowl in that it was just a fun game to be a part of. Now, is there any of that that being kind of the first time that you guys have played since then? Is there? I mean, obviously it's not the same, but is there any of that, okay, well, just still want to get a little bit of revenge from that, or is it not even was, a I mindset? I don't think anyone talked like that. I don't, but I think I could feel it was there. It feel, felt good to win, right? Yeah, oh, it always feels good to win, but it felt a little extra good, I'm not going to lie. So I think I think there was, like, I didn't even think about that, to be honest. But then when you kind of got there and everything got going, I mean, it, there was kind of uh, that was kind of like in the back background. Definitely. Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, yeah, it's just just I don't know, man. It, it, it's so just two weeks in a row of just being a fan of of just it's nerve wracking. I mean, just to watch it, mean, I can't even imagine, you know, what it's like on those sidelines. And you, there's a lot of things going on with you. Um, so I kind of want to go through first of the first of all, uh, 136 games straight Seahawks now record holder. Yeah, congratulations! I mean, I last night was the night played 100. And, that was 136 straight game, consecutive game, I guess, which is uh, really cool. Yeah, for me, you know, I like I'm a pale skinned redheaded kid <laughs> in the middle of the prairies. You know, I, n- I never thought I'd get to play one game and to be able to play, you know, going on you know 13 years right now and to be able to. You know, do so much of it with with Seattle. Is, I mean, I never never thought it was possible. So you know, when I, I look at this, you know, you, you don't the personal record. You say, I feel like when you're younger. Like, yeah, they don't mean that much. I'm like, this means a lot to me. That's awesome. You know, man. and I, I look at kind of like the guy behind me that you know played 130 was was Chris Gray. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm like, what he did as an old lineman to play 135 consecutive games. I think it's way obviously way more impressive than what I did. You know, just doing it as a punter. But for, to see like to do it like. As Chris Gray did it, and I kind of came in right when he was kind of going out. People do that. The old lineman is, is so impressive. So I think it's like what I what I did isn't nearly as impressive what he did, but it still it means a lot to me. Uh, absolutely, and I think, but at the same time, I mean, yes, I agree. I mean, a, a lineman that I mean, that's just that's crazy, crazy. Um, to be a franchise record holder at, at a position mm-hmm. like that. But two, at the same time, you know, I look at it of of you know we've talked about punting being a young man's game to have that kind yeah. of longevity and that doesn't even include you know the years you had before so you've actually played 
even longer than yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I played four years before that, you know, so. Um, but, I mean, you, you've made it through that, which, which you know, as much as it was crazy that he did that, it's, it's also crazy that you've done that. I mean, that's a real, real accomplishment. That's well, awesome, it, it man. Does, it does actually mean a lot to me, and I think it's it's pretty cool, you know, and uh, I don't know. You know, I'm going to hopefully keep on playing, see how much longer I can do it. You know, you, and you see, you know, as, as a punter, you know, it's a little bit easier to do, but at the same time, you know, you see – you see punters and kickers getting hurt almost every week. Now. Yeah. You know, and guys miss a week here or there. And then, you know, guys get cut all over the place. And then, you know, just to be able to play nine nine seasons with one team is, for me, it's been unbelievable. That's that's awesome, man. Congratulations. I know I, it's 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 really, really cool. When I saw that, I was like, I, I didn't even know. And then that came out on Twitter, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. The legend of John Ryan <laughs> continues to grow. Oh, I guess so. That's pretty awesome. So I do. There's a you know there's a lot that's happened in in kind of uh, the last couple of games. I wanted to talk just a little bit about some of that. Um, from the the Buffalo game, you have two dramatically different circumstances of one having a kick blocked, which I can't. I'm sure it just makes you so angry. To two at the end of that game just absolutely bombing one and you could see how i mean you could just everyone could see how fired up you were i mean is that does that did the two correlate to each other of just like when that from from the first thing happening to the end of, of just like really realizing you know how big of a play that was that you made and everyone that listens to the show and stuff was talking about it like good grief like that yeah. was a huge punt uh i think like when you look back and you look at like kind of like well kind of made not made up for it but you know you're kind of angry about one but you know it's not really it's to be honest it's not really like that now you know when i was younger i probably been you know i would have been throwing stuff after a block kick you know even i mean it's not really the punter's fault or the kicker's fault when kicks are blocked you know nine times out of ten but I still have been throwing stuff, yeah. and yelling at people. <laughs> and, you know, at this point, you know, you just you, you call. You know, it was a minute and a half into the game, and you're like, "This team's going to need me down the road." Yeah. And you know, you can't you can't lose your focus. And I think that's almost what I was like, almost proud of myself for. You know, because it's so easy just to like mf everyone and, and start screaming and throwing stuff, or, yeah. or lose your focus when something like that happens. And you know, it just it didn't rattle me at all, and I just kind of kept going. And then, as it turns out, you know, things the way things turned out is they kind of. I guess we kind of needed a big play, and but I could see that from just even from watching it that there seemed you uh, definitely more out of you than you normally see. No matter what, I mean that punt after that punt, you it, the the cameras did cut to you, and you look fired up. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I, just, I think it's one of those things, like as a punter, you don't get a chance very often to really change a game. Yeah, like, to, to really, I mean, you you might and like the people in here might realize that where you're 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 shifting field position but when it comes down to it, and you're kind of kicking the ball away to give the team the ball for the last drive of the game to win it. And you know you you kind of the plan was a dream of that you know it's yeah like, you, it doesn't happen very often you know and it was just kind of it was cool for me just to be put in that situation and I kind of come through for the team and I was just, I was pumped up it's got to be the I mean just to as for your position about the the most that you can get from that position mm-hmm. of I mean you being so backed up and realizing that a bad punt that game changes completely different oh, you just. Or- like like the was written in USA Today or in um, Boston is that I kicked it so far because the ball was flat. Oh, okay, I wasn't going to bring it up. But the Seattle, the, Seattle, the, gate. the, the gate was Seattle's <laughs> cheating punter just hit the seventy yard punt. Okay, I didn't, I wasn't even going to bring it up. I want to bring saw, it up. Because okay, it was it was. I saw this and then like it was a couple tweets and then people started picking up on it. Yeah, it started like the, the it started like snowballing. I'm like, oh my god! Like I didn't know there's that many people out there with such a low IQ. <laughs> Because it's like, first of all, it's like if you ever took so basically they said that it looked like the ball was flat on the TV mm-hmm. based on the shadows, and if it was flat, 
Kelly just getting to it right now. <laughs> it's happening. Okay. So first of all, we don't get to we don't get to choose our balls. Mm-hmm. The balls for the kickers come from the league to the referees. Each team gets to send one person that works in the balls, and then the league approves the balls, signatures, and then the teams don't touch them again. Both teams use the same balls, by the way, as well. Okay, so both kickers, all four kickers, use the same balls. So the kickers, because that's not the same not the for same the balls. offense, but for the but for the kickers. Russell plays with his <laughs> Russell. Russell practices with his footballs all week. Their quarterback does too. They work them in just the way they like them. They bring them to the game. They make sure they're filled to the appropriate level, and they use those balls in the game. Yeah. They even have a, ours has a little Seahawks symbol on it. Theirs will have a little Saints or Bills or whatever symbol on theirs. Yeah. Pitcher came out when it looked like my hands were really like into the ball. Yeah. Which was clearly uh, it was a picture from the TV, so it was shadows. I mean, because I tried to dig my fingers into a football, and it has to be completely flat to be able to do that. Yeah. And so the the. New England fans, because they think, so they're like, oh, the punter's using a deflated ball. I'm like, okay. Okay, so let me ask you this. If you, I just want to keep on going. I'm on a roll. Okay. If you passed a fourth or fifth grade physics or any kind of science class, you would know that it is not an advantage to kick a deflated ball. Yeah. Okay, like, I mean, and then even if you didn't pass, common sense. Like, if you just lived on this earth for, say, ten years. Yes. Eight, nine, ten years. You know? Eight, nine, ten years. As long as long enough to play kickball. As, as long enough to play one game of kickball, you would know that a deflated ball will not travel very far when kicked. I agree. And then it's so funny because it's like, it almost started like snow. I'm like, are people really picking up on this? Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, just... you guys are calling me a cheater yeah. when it's the stupid, like, literally, I said in the media, I said, if this, if the guy that said this was the, if I said it was the stupidest comment I'd ever heard, I'd be complimenting him. Because <laughs> it's, it's not even close to that level. It's, yeah. it's beyond the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And then in, in New England last night, you hear, you cheater, Ryan. Yeah, why don't you put Get some air in those? It. I'm like, oh my gosh. Even one of the guys that wrote the article then wrote an, an appall- almost like a, a, a correction article saying that he was wrong. After further investigation... He said, I, re- I realized that that wasn't the case. I'm like, dude, don't, don't, don't write and then investigate. You know, okay? I, like, I, mean, I, I I'm sure you probably learned this on the first day of journalism school, which I'm probably, a lot of these bloggers probably never even stepped foot in anywhere even close to a campus. But don't write and then investigate. Yep. Investigate and then write. Yep, Absolutely. I no, so anyway, I, amen. I, I, I like. I was actually fired up about it because I'm like, this is the stupidest thing. And then when I saw it like start to grow, I'm like, are you? <laughs> it just keeps on. I'm like, this is unbelievable. No, I, I, you know, it was some people. A couple people had even asked us to ask you what your thoughts were, and I was like, ah, I'm not even really going to bring it up. But I was like, it just there's no logic to it. Yeah. Take, I mean, just just simply take a ball that is inflated and one that's not, and. Yeah. Kick them both and it's, see what happens. Yeah. So How I mean, would you have one of the longest punts of this season with the deflated? Oh, ball? the ball. If it was, if it actually was deflated, if I would have kicked the ball that wasn't deflated, it would have went ninety. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, so they have to. They, they 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 usually fill them. I guess they fill them between twelve and a half to thirteen. Which I mean, kickers always want it to be like thirteen, thirteen. Like the more air you put in it, the better it's going to fly. Like if we if we could work with our footballs all week and then bring it to the game, they'd be like thirteen five. I mean, yeah, those things would be they'd look like rugby balls. Yeah. So um, that's always it's always like kickers are always trying to be like always worried about them being flat. Yeah, and that's that's always the biggest concern is why you know a lot of times you're not happy with the footballs because they're flat. 
Do you so like with kind of just continuing a little bit more about the game when it comes to like uh, you know you don't obviously ever want to get hit. What are your you know if you see you know I'm sure you can sometimes see ahead of time that you're just like if people are getting through real quick. Like when you're still getting ready to go try to kick. Like what is your fear of? Worst injury scenario is it getting your leg hit as it's going up, or is it landing no, I awkwardly? I mean, you don't. I mean, you don't think of that. But well, you know, no, when, I, when I just you, mean like if it was. What is yeah, it that, that is? I, it's the the biggest thing is you're in a very vulnerable position yeah. when you kick the ball, and I think a lot of times people always go, "Oh, the kicker's flopping." I'm like, okay, I want you to take <laughs> your right knee, yeah, and put it on your nose, and then move yourself down the field and be up on your toes on the left foot and maybe a lot of times off your toes on your left foot and then see how hard it takes to someone touch you to fall over. That makes, that like makes I, sense. I, I'm not going to – there are some kickers that I look I'm like, okay, that was a little embellished. Yeah. I honestly have never once embellished it and still get yelled at. <laughs> I get, I, I've, I've gotten in trouble from coaches because I don't embellish it enough. <laughs> I, I honestly no, yeah. have. Try to get but the it's flag. Like, it doesn't take much to knock someone down. When you're looking up, your foot is over your head, and you have at most your toe, left toe is on the ground. Yeah, it does not. I, it it does makes not sense. Like, hearing you say it that way, I yeah. was like, yeah, that makes complete so, sense. I think like the biggest fear is someone rolling into that left, le- your left your leg. Your leg. Yeah, you, someone rolls into that. You know, usually, those rushes are coming from the outside. Yeah. So they're kind of coming across your knee, or on. Usually, from for a right footer kicker, they come from your right, so they're kind of coming on the inside of your knee. And that's really like your biggest fear. Did you? So is there is there any sort of like as because the the other the other big kicking play that obviously happened was last week with the Sherman blocking. Yeah. Um. So the one thing I noticed, and I don't I don't know, I mean that whole thing was I, I to the rule of the of the of the rules or the 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 law, touch the ball, it's not a penalty. Um. Well, the league came back and they said because the ball was never kicked. Okay. The well, they should have blown the way. Either way, what I was going to say, though, is the only thing I noticed from that, and it was pointed out, and I, and it was that he hit his left leg, and when he was on the ground, he was holding his right leg. Oh, really? And it was kind of like, all right. Okay. Because he got up, and he was ready to kick right after that. After that, it was like, wait, no flag? Okay, I'm ready to go. I mean, it was it was a, such a bizarre play, because as a defense player, if you don't hear the whistle, you complete the play. He knows he's offside, but you complete. If he, if he stops, he kicks the ball, and the and they decline the field goal. Yep. So I mean, it was. Uh, I mean, then, that was then, the weirdest end of a game I think I've or end of a yeah. half. I mean, it was, it was sitting there as a fan. It was like, what is going and on? Then the, yeah, and the trainers came out, said to sit off for a place, and they had to leave the same guys on to spike the football. I mean, it was switch the footballs to the to foot- an offensive yeah. ball and then a kicking ball. But yeah, it was very weird. It was very very bizarre, and I mean, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I mean, personally, I don't feel like the referees really screwed it up that much. No, you know, no. I don't. I feel I it just I feel, something about this team. They're always just there's always going to either one way or the other. It's either it just seems like there's some of these games. There's so many kind of weird circumstances that you just want it to be just like a game that yeah. It, there's no question about it. It's whether it was should that have been a flag, should that yeah. not have been a flag, and there's I think just that's always going to happen when one when you're in like big time prime time games yeah. and play close games. And yeah. I, look at some of the crazy calls we've had on Monday nights. Yeah, it's just it's, I mean crazy yeah but i think just because all kind of when you're kind of i mean we've been one of the better best teams one of the better Absolutely. teams over the last four or five years yeah. so all eyes are always on you yep you know, and it's if, either and it's either you love them or you hate them if you if, love them then everything is right and if you hate them then it's they get all the breaks and that's just the fan yeah. side of it of if, if there's a controversial call in a team's game that's you know one in eight or one in nine or whatever no one really notices <laughs> it's true but it's very true if there's a call in our game 
a team that's you know right now second in the NFC and have been up there for years. Yeah, it's going to be on ESPN all week yeah. long. Yep, that's you know, totally and I think that's true. just kind of the that's you know that just kind of comes along with it. Yeah, and I mean. They can talk about it. I don't care. When I first got here, no one even knew where Washington was in the NFL. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> no. Like, we were we were kind of like that forgotten team in the Pacific Northwest that no one even talked about. It's you know, true. You'd, you'd even watch highlights. This is back in, like, 08, 09. And they'd, like, they'd show highlights of all the games. There's, like, two or three highlights of, like, Matt Hasselbeck throwing a ball. or I mean, it was... Ridiculous. You didn't even you didn't even watch ESPN to watch the highlights because that it was and you can yep. see it still it still happens to this day of like it's a little bit better with more coverage like they do the NFL but it, it's exactly right it would be like and one touchdown and the final score and that was it it's like that's the whole highlight and that's yep. how it was forever for so long you know and even like when I first got here like you look at all the prime time like I think in the last like eight games they were like four prime time games or something when mm-hmm. I first got here we played a Thanksgiving game in oh. 07, maybe? No, no. 08 or 09. We played in Dallas, Thanksgiving game. Other than that, we played it Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock for 32 consecutive weeks. Wow. No Monday night. There was no Thursday. I don't even know if there was Thursday night football back then, other than Thanksgiving. I don't think so. Um, so we played, <laughs> other than that one Thanksgiving game, the other 31 games is Sunday at 1 o'clock. I mean, no one, no one cared. I mean, and, and, and for good reason. I think we won four games one year and five the next before Pete yeah. got here. And then, yeah. and then even when Pete got here, we had a couple of rough. We were 7-9 to nine both years, but yeah. you'd finally see that it was kind of take, take shape, yeah. take form. So I had another, uh, another person who asked a question. Uh, after a win, or I guess even after either game, on, the, on a flight home where you, have, where you have some travel to do, is, it a, is everyone just sleeping into themselves or is it a party on the plane? What yeah, what is it like? It's funny because I was thinking about that on the way over here because I think a lot of things in pro football, pro sports, what the fans think happens. Yeah, like, it'd be a funny skit to be like, what the fans think are happening. You know, all the guys hanging out after work and playing PlayStation, eating pizza together. Yeah, and then partying, chasing girls. You know, it's like compared to what actually happens. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's like such like so. Uh, you know, first of all, in the NFL, you can't have any alcohol on the plane. Okay, league, so. r- league rule: no alcohol on the plane. So that's that. That, 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 well, that, that answers, takes the party sure aspect. Ninety-nine yeah. out of hundred questions, right yeah. there. It was no fun. <laughs> <laughs> Just some guys playing Angry Birds on their yeah. phone. And yeah. So I mean, I think there's usually you know after a game like that, guys were obviously excited in the locker room. You know, even on the bus, guys are pretty you know pumped up. And then you know within fifteen minutes on playing, everyone's sleeping. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just these guys. I mean, they just was there ever a time when alcohol was allowed on the planes? Uh, no. Back when I played in the Canadian Football League, we used to have, after every game, we'd have a keg in the locker room. <laughs> that is so awesome. That's, that's, I think, what still fans think happens. Yeah, like, and then in the, on, on the road, the, on the road, the opposing team would have to supply, I think it was like, it was like in the CBA. The, I think that the road team had to supply like 96 beers in the locker room after every game. That's ridiculous. I loved it. That's so. That sounds. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Yeah, that, that's probably about what more what like fans think. The, of it, exactly. You know? and well, think, and I think it's just some of the rules because it's just starting to change in baseball, right? I mean, it's been different. Yeah. Somewhat. I mean, over the last couple of years, they've changed things. With there's been obviously a few tragedies, but I mean, I, it thinks it was sounded like more in baseball there was alcohol available. Yeah, and I think. There's always like a couple, like you know, probably back in the day when the alcohol was. There's probably a couple of people just like you know got a DUI after. Well, there was one one guy one guy passed away. I forget who that was a couple of years ago. Terrible happened. Yeah. You know? And sometimes I'm just like, man, I just I just played, I just worked all week and played a football game. 
which is like even if it's not physically as physically exhausting for me as the other guys, you know, being a punter, it's still exhausting. Yeah. And it, more than anything, it's mentally exhausting. You're drained after getting your drain. I just want to be like, if I'm gonna have a beer right now, I'm gonna have a beer. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I don't think I think it just I think that's what people wonder is just like after a big win is everyone sitting on the plane, you know, popping bottles of champagne yeah. and cheering, and it's not. It's everyone just kind of like, all right. Yeah, Let's go to sleep. It was, you know, it was a little bit loud last night for about 15 minutes, and then it was that was done. Yeah. And I'm like the grumpy old man that sits at the, the very front. <laughs> Keep it down. I sit at the front, like the player section. You know, I got my big exit row with my about four feet of foot room. And, you know, I just sit there, and I open my computer and put on my stories and watch my TV. You were saying that a lot of things still goes by seniority and stuff. So do, like, the, the rookies and younger players have to sit in the very back? Is it? Is it they just they fill in where – because every, every guy on the team has a seat. Okay. They have a seat where they sit, you know, and, you know, older guys usually have better seats. And then, you know, as the rookies come, they, you know, the first game, you know, they just wait and see where everyone sits and they find the open seats. I mean, that's like every, everything in football. Is it, is it, is it somewhat like uh, Forrest Gump where there's just someone on the team and they're like, seats taken. Seats taken. Seats taken. Um, yeah. And there's someone in the back who's just like, you can sit here if you want to. <laughs> Thank you, Jenny. <laughs> Thank you. Um, everything, everything in football goes by seniority. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's how it goes. So it's awesome. You're like, I mean, at the top of the totem pole. That's got to yeah. feel good. I think people on the outside think it's like, well, Russ gets to go first, and then, <laughs> and then Earl and Richard, <laughs> all the guys that are on my son's walls posters get to go, and yeah. the stupid punter gets to go last because he's, he he's kicks, a kicker. He kicks the ball for a living instead of <laughs> tackling the guy with a ball in his hands. So I think less of him. And it's completely opposite. Well, especially, like, I love that some of these things are happening this year with, like, I mean – Second time for the uh, special teams player of the month, the setting the franchise record for a game. I mean, I think you like, you know, you may not get it as much as you think, but I think people are realizing and do respect you. And, and, and we're, it's nice to have uh, a kicking team that you don't worry about yeah. at all. And you see some of these other teams where it's like, it's like, oh, my goodness, like every time they get up, you don't even know what's going to happen. Yeah. And that's yeah. got to be yeah. nerve wracking. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's a big part of the game. It's huge. I mean, it, it, you watch every Sunday, games are won and lost. A lot of games are won and lost on special teams, and unfortunately, it always seems like it always goes noticed when they lost. Yeah, you know, it's of always course. like, oh, that guy missed a, a PAT and they lost by one. It's all his fault. Yeah, you know, where it's like you don't see the other games where a punter had a fifty-yard net average and totally flipped the field position. But absolutely, none of those are going to be on ESPN, which is fine. I mean, I never. I never started playing football for the attention. Yeah, no, I, I know. I know. I think that a lot of people are like, "Oh, you deserve more attention." I'm like, "No, I don't. I, I didn't start playing this for attention. I mean, I get more attention than I deserve around here." And, you know, <laughs> people I, love I you. I mean, it's it's really cool. But I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm good. I don't. I'm just a 35 year old, pale skin, redheaded kid with a speech impediment from Canada trying to make my <laughs> way in this world, <laughs> trying to navigate these American parts. You know. It's an uphill battle, but I'm, is, get, I'm getting there. You're getting there. Oh, man. That's hilarious. Okay, so enough about those. You got anything else you want to say about the games, last two games? Anything? I mean, no. I mean, I think I think this is ex- almost exactly what the NFL needed. You know, people are talking about ratings being down, yeah. all that. They needed the Seattle Seahawks to play two back-to-back primetime games mm-hmm. and absolutely play some two of the best games I've seen all year. Absolutely. And they, you know... You're welcome, Roger Goodell. Because <laughs> I think, you know, there's so much talk about, you know, ratings being down. I think, honestly, I think a lot of that is the, was the election. 
Yeah, well, there's a lot going on. I mean, there's I mean, so you're... much going on, and I mean, there. I think there was a debate. Like there was a Monday up, night. There was a Monday night head debate. to head with the game, and it was like the most watched TV thing of the season of the year, other yeah. than the Super Bowl. Oh, yep. I think. So I mean, when you look at that, it's like, oh, that's, you, you take away one Monday night game in the first five weeks. I mean, of course, ratings are going to be down. Well, at the same time, you look at there. The, you know, now that they there are so many. There are so many more big time game, or at least like only game on games. Yeah. Um. You know, and you look I, honestly. One of the one of the things that's hard, and I'm sure it was why it's down, is like Thursday night football. I mean, when you throw, I mean, it's it's hard. You don't see there's not a ton of really good matchups that yeah. seem to fall on Thursday. When you have like, what was this week was like Cleveland playing Baltimore. Ba- Baltimore. I mean, just like that's unfortunately not going to get a lot of viewers. Another thing that was kind of funny that was brought up or whatever was like role reversal. Ball on the one yard line. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna run the ball. Oh no, you're gonna throw it. Like I mean, it's yeah. like it was like that was the same call. Yeah, I got some good stories about that that I can't talk about. They'll, <laughs> they'll be they'll be in my book available 2030. Okay, well that's um yeah. But <laughs> there was trust me, it was noticed by a lot of people. But also with the ratings and stuff, it's like the NFL is everywhere now. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's uh, people are. I don't want to say it's oversaturated, but you can watch almost everyone has access to watch every single game. Yeah. Whereas even you know, in Canada, 15 years ago, you know, we'd get one game or two games in the the morning game, or one or two in the afternoon. Yeah, that's all you'd get. And yep. what what was on was what you got, and you just watched it. Yeah, didn't matter if it was you know, Baltimore, Cleveland. No, or, you're right. You just hoped. You just all you hoped on because it was the same here until the direct TV and all that yeah. stuff changed it. But like, um, that one. Uh, you would hope that one that one game you got wasn't you know forty two to zero right. at halftime because then you're like well the, this the, the, is because now it's like you you get that game and then you just flip to another one flip to the next and, one and back back you know ten fifteen years ago you couldn't do that yep absolutely so I, think, I think that's part of the reason and now a lot of like a lot of stories are starting to take shape now you know we're getting into week eleven mm-hmm. you know you get you know what's going on in Dallas you know what's going on here what's going on in New England and now you're starting to kind of see things take shape and kind of you get more just your average fan gets more interested in everything yeah and i think that's i mean the nfl is not going anywhere people no <laughs> it's, it's definitely not absolutely not um so transitioning a little bit so i put on our twitter page that we are uh we have a contest coming up and we have uh tickets to go to the la rams game here in town on the 15th which i think would be uh Pretty cool. So it's going to be we're going to reward people who listen to this podcast. Now I, I'm going to leave it up. What do you think? Do you think that we should give someone a pair of tickets, or that one listener should go to the game with me? I I I, I don't know, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> you should, what do you think would be a bigger treat? <laughs> um, I don't know. We can we can we can talk about that. I think uh, I think well maybe it's up to whoever wins. I think, uh, but uh, we will. We will make this experience, if you take me, uh, even better. Um, if you, uh, So what we're going to do for this is uh, we're going to talk about it over the next couple of weeks. What we're going to do is we're going to have, I think, the week, the show the week before the game. Um, we will have kind of some contests going on on Twitter and Facebook, and we'll pick a couple, get it down to a couple of people, and then we'll have a little uh, little quiz. Little trivia. Little, little, little uh, kicking it with John and Greg Jeopardy. You will have had to listen to the show. To know, to be able to, to win to, these to, tickets. To a few back shows to be able to. And they're good tickets, too. It's like yeah, they're, what, they're, they're, they're level, 100 level. 127? Uh, yeah. 127. Give me a break. Give me a break, me guys. A break. When, when we I thought, feel like maybe they should have to go with you just to make sure they don't scalp them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like 10 That's days. That's so before, true. It's like 10 days before Christmas. It's like, my kid needs a <laughs> tickle me Elmo. 
Well, uh, I don't know what kids do anymore. Here's, here's what I have we'll, no clue what kids play we'll, with. We'll Furby. make it up. We'll leave it up to you. However, if you take me to go as your guest, uh, you will get to go and meet John after the game. So there's a little incentive. If you don't, that's cool, but you don't get to meet John either. So, you know, whatever. Make your, make up your mind. Whatever. Whatever. No biggies. <laughs> no pig. <laughs> no piggy. Um, but we'll keep going. We had one person when we did it who was like, their their their, their response to the thing was, what is D's ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, yeah, that's, uh, just give them the tickets right now. They, so they know that it's going to be some kind of. Uh, they're going to have to have some answers. We're since the first time since two thousand nine. We're wearing the the lime green jersey. In that game? Yeah. No. It's way. a color splash. I think we're wearing like it's like green on green on green. Like green socks, green. It's all green. What do you think of that? Um, let's just say gingers don't look good in, in line. <laughs> Bright green. neon colors. Yeah. Okay, let's let's just be honest with that. Um, and then I think the Rams wear all yellow. Oh, I think that's their man. color splash. Just yellow on yellow. Yellow on yellow on yellow. White or on white. white on white. <laughs> we just got correct. I know. I know. At home last year, they wore the the gold, the all gold. So I think they probably wear all white. Yeah, those I like. I like the tops. I just with the pants too. It's a lot. Um, and the socks. You know, I think last time we did it, no one else. I think I guess I was the only guy here when they did it in two thousand, uh, two thousand nine. We played Chicago, and I don't think it, we didn't. They didn't, it wasn't hyped like it was like back then when it was like Reebok, and we didn't really. I don't think it was hyped the same way. Like yeah. they've been selling these jerseys. It's like the number one selling jersey in the NFL right now. I yeah, think, something like no, that. people it's, people have them. It's, it's crazy, and I think back then it was just like we just kind of ran out in green jerseys. <laughs> and then it was like, what is going it's on? Like, why do they look like Skittles? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, we lost to Chicago. Then those jerseys went away and never came back. I still have mine in my closet. Do you really? Yeah. Do you? So what do you? How many games do you wear a jersey for? Is it like one game and that's it, and then it gets retired, or do you uh, wear them? For me, I'll wear the same ones all year. I think. Okay. I think. I think. I think everyone has like their jersey, and then they always have like one or two other ones ready for them. Then at the end of the year, they give. Do them you to have us. to pay for them if they get destroyed? No. Okay. Then at the end of the year, they give them. They give us one of every one. So in my closet at home, I have like. 40 game jerseys from all my that's awesome all my time that's really cool yeah and super bowl jerseys all the i don't know is there anyone that's like the most special to you no, or I one think that's like, framed I think or? My, my super bowl jersey yeah the one the good one not the bad one the good one <laughs> <laughs> i think i'll frame that you know i was gonna i was gonna wait at first i was like i'm gonna frame like one of every jersey that i've worn here yeah. but now like i've worn like seven different jerseys here yeah like, you know like because we like we wore the old reebok ones and we had a, a white one and a blue one and then the green one and yeah. now we have the gray and the white and the blue and the new ones and now the green i'm like i mean it looks like my if you come down to my basement and you see seven john ryan jerseys, <laughs> you're like, eh, i gotta go home take it easy bro <laughs> my wife's calling me i gotta, yeah. I gotta leave your vein a little, uh, little high on yourself there, huh? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I feel like every athlete does kind of have that room in their house or that thing where it's just like almost yeah. like a tribute to themselves. And it feels kind of weird, but I'm like, well, I, I'm kind of proud of some of this stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it, why would you not? I mean, it's not like, you know, I, I guarantee if you go to anyone who's successful, they have awards or things that they've that, that have come along with them. And it's just a, a I mean. It's like when I first started dating Sarah, I was kind of like, oh, God, I have like. I don't have a ton of stuff. You've been to my house. Yeah. I don't have a ton of my no. own stuff. But in my office, you know, I have, like, pictures and stuff of, like, you know, things that I've – whatever. And then, like, oh, God. And when I started dating Sarah, I'm like, I went to her house, and I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, she has, like – you know, her her, her – she has two two New York Times bestselling books. And she has them both, like, framed, like, big framed posters of them in her house. And also, and I'm like, also, oh, also with every single uh, – uh, 
YouTube or uh, or Facebook comment ever written about or printed. <laughs> her wallpaper is just all her tweets. Every single tweet response no, that's been positive. I was relieved to see that I'm not just like I think everyone. If, has, you, if you have some, has, why would you not? And and I mean you you just have pride in what you do. I mean I I would make sense. I still have hanging in my car my third place science fair trophy. Is it was in physics when you learned that a football that's not inflated doesn't fly very far when <laughs> That was exactly what it was that's for. What you did. I want every kid in Seattle to do their science project on how a deflated football does not kick well. That makes sense. And then send it to me and I'll I'll come to your science fair and just scream at people. <laughs> <laughs> you see this kid's right! This. Watch this! Watch this! Watch this! Oh god. That's a challenge to all you kids out there. Um, okay. Uh... Question for you because we're getting close. When do this? When does your Christmas decorations come out? Already up, bud. No, they're not. I Shut started, up. I started last week. I set up. I mean, I set up <coughs> uh, six Christmas trees in my house, and there. And it's always like, no, oh, it's true. He does. You uh, your your wife. Really, people come over and they, oh, your wife must really like Christmas. I'm like, she she likes it, but she's never had a tree until she met me. I mean, this is all me. They're really up already. I have three of them up so far, but oh. I haven't decorated them yet. But I have them up, ready to go. And then today, I have to do the rest of today off, and yeah. tomorrow. So that's is, when, that, is that the plan, is to finish that's that? That's really kicks into high gear. Oh. So I'll have them all up by the weekend. Don't worry. <laughs> and you know what? Some people are like, you can't do that. You can't do that until, until After Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yes. And then I said, you know what? I respect your stupid idea and your thoughts, <laughs> but I'm a grown man, and I own this house, and I'll put up my Christmas stuff whenever the hell I want. Is there any party that just doesn't ever want to take them down? Yeah, it's always a little sad when I <laughs> But here, I do do this just for respect to the neighbors. I don't put anything on the outside until Thanksgiving. So I don't put the lights up. I don't put okay. I don't put the, anything up on the outside until Thanksgiving. What do you think is worse? I mean, obviously you have a different opinion. Is it the people who put up the Christmas lights and stuff way too early, or the ones, that or the ones that, or the ones that leave them up till February and they still leave them on every night? Yeah, no, it's the people that leave them on too long. <laughs> so I feel like now, like after after Halloween, you're kind of like in the holiday season now. You know, we're getting ready for Thanksgiving. It's true. Like, isn't Thanksgiving next week? Yeah, week and a half. Week and yeah, I think so. Yeah, week and a half. Next Thursday. Yes. We gotta. We'll have to figure out our schedule too, because I after uh, right after Thanksgiving, I'm going to Hawaii. No, you aren't. Yeah, I am. Uh, I gotta go to Hawaii and do this with you. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> you will have to fly. How long are you going to Hawaii for? Uh, thirteen days. Whoa, big baller shot caller. Uh, no, this is what what's happens a, when you leave. Uh, what's a shot caller. Somebody big who big baller a shot caller. <laughs> this is what I always ask. I always ask questions <laughs> oh like this in the God. locker room. I'm like asking God, I'm like, so how does this Tinder thing work? What is L and they all show me on their phones. I'm like, that looks stupid. <laughs> that looks dumb. Do it the good old what fashioned exactly way. What exactly is a shot caller? Yeah. Do it the old fashioned way. Go to the bar, have too many beer, and then <laughs> <laughs> you wake up and you're like, you either you either you're either happy or you swipe right out of bed and jump <laughs> out and run away. Wipe yourself right out of bed. <laughs> nope. See you later. I don't know how any of this works anymore. Oh, it's so crazy. I was talking to one of my friends not that long ago, and they were like, you know, you've been married. They're like, it's awful. Because I didn't, right? So right when I started, like when I met Aaron and stuff was like, you, you had match and some of that stuff. Yeah. But like, I, there was no there was no Tinder or any of that stuff when I was in. My friend was like, it's just so stupid out here now. Like people don't even know how to, even if you do meet someone how to have a conversation and stuff like uh, people are just so buried in their phones yeah. and 
The awful. I when I when I met Sarah, she had she was on Match.com. Yeah, which is really awesome. But she didn't run it. She had friends run it for, her, and then she would just show up for the dates. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm like that is the funniest. And then when when did they ever do it to her as a joke, or did they take it seriously? No, did, I guess they took it seriously. Okay. They were they were gonna take control of her dating life because they didn't like the way she was doing it. So they were gonna take control of her. I mean, she's writes about this in her book, so I'm not like stating big secret. Yeah. So they're gonna take control of her dating life. And then she was just basically just showed up on the dates. That's crazy. Have you ever been on a blind date? Uh, no, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> you knew what she. You knew yeah. who she was. I knew who she was. No, I've never been on a blind date. Yeah. Thank the good Lord. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. But anyway, I was saying so we're going to uh, to Hawaii. So, so when uh, do you leave? The I think the first of December. Really, the first to the thirteenth. I think so. Yeah. Good to be Greg Woodman. Say that much. It, well, I'm a little so my. I'll then get back for the fifteenth to, to go to the the. Just perfect timing. Perfect timing to go to the game. This football game. If you want to go with me, if you don't, then I don't. I'm not happy <laughs> that you want him on this show. <laughs> but uh, gonna get, get excited to uh to get to drink some uh, fruity drinks because that's what you do when you're on vacation in yeah. uh, tropical places. I'm just taking. A million grams of sugar yep. in alcoholic drinks. Yeah. So you taking the girls too? Oh yeah, the whole family. The so whole it was my family. my uh, my wife's or my father in law retired this year, so it was kind oh, of nice. like his retirement trip, and it's just it just cracks me up about my wife and I. We've been we've talked about this a lot or whatever. Is you know we were all going to take this like seven day trip to Hawaii, and that's what the other the other brother and sister are doing. Somehow our trip became a 13-day trip. That's a little bit much. Really escalated. That really did. You, so how do you do that when you're when you're working? Um, I my clients know, and and I've is got, December kind of like a downtime for real estate. It depends. It, it, like if you are somebody who uh, a lot of people take time off. So if you are serious about it, like a lot of agents have like their best month in uh, in December because like those are the people who are really serious, and a lot of agents take the time off. So if you're if you really work hard, oh, you really? can actually have a really good December. Okay, what what kind of vacationer are you? Like when you go to Hawaii, what what does a day look like? I mean, I guess it probably looks different for a guy with like two kids. This will be the first time we've done this. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, like with two kids, and I mean, we've done California and done Disneyland and stuff. Like before, I was like, I like to golf, so I would love to do, you know, a couple rounds of golf, hang out, you know, eat good food. So this will be different. This will be something that's, you know, kind of completely new. I was going to go to Disneyland, but instead I stayed home and shoved bamboo shoots up my fingernails. <laughs> Just not. No way. <laughs> um, <laughs> this was this was Sarah and I do on vacation. We, we like to go to Mexico. We go to Mexico a lot. And, we, you know, we wake up whenever we want. We either eat breakfast in bed or go to the restaurant for breakfast. Then we lay at the pool, drink alcohol, Usually drink mimosas till noon. Yeah. And then, you know, switch it over to something else. Yeah. Then around four, five, six, go to the room, get ready for dinner, go out for dinner, come home, go to sleep, and then do it all over again for as many days as we're there. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I, zero I, activities, zero things that other people like to do on vacation. Yeah. I, I So it'll be interesting. This will be, I mean, you know, it's non, now, I mean, with Scarlett, like having a five-year-old, it's just, it's nonstop yeah. all the time. So they're... You know, I'm sure there is going to be times where I'm like, oh, I just want to relax. And, I mean, you just can't do that. you got to, you know, keep going. So I'm excited. Like, we're doing part in Maui, and then the other part we're doing, uh, we're going to the Disney Resort. So oh. I think that'll be really good for her. 
um, and uh, will be a lot of fun. But uh, it, it'll be the first time we've ever really done this like big kind of family. Big. I'm just terrified of all this crap we have to go to the airplane with. Oh man, two car seats, two car seats, two strollers. Um, you're gonna look like that dad. No, no, no. Yeah, you I, are, I am. You're gonna look like that dad walking through the airport, looking like you just need a beer. It's, I, I'm gonna look so frazzled carrying all this stuff. A five year old running around, my wife with a newborn, oh. and I'm just like, oh my goodness. You always see those people get on the plane. You're just like, oh, those poor people. That guy. And then you're like, oh, poor me if I'm sitting by them. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, and that's the other thing. I'm, I'm a little like Scarlett will do good on the plane. She's done. She's flown a couple times, but we have a newborn that is just gonna be like, oh, this is. Uh, yeah. I. I <laughs> I thought we were gonna wait, but we're we're doing it. We're I'll let you. I'll let you know how it turns hey, out. She flies for free. She does. She does. So. But it, uh, it. It's yeah. I'm excited to do it. I'm excited to take a family vacation. But being the first one, I'm sure we'll learn a lot from it, and yeah. it may be the last time we do a long five and a half hour flight for a while. It'll be fun. It will. It's a good December. Christmas. Christmas. Uh, come back. Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Good end of the year. Like I'm excited, but it's uh. I can't believe it's almost Christmas already. Oh, yes, it is. You know how many more days it is till Christmas? No, I don't. Do you really have an app? Well, I do. Oh. Because I have an app. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, it says 41 days till Christmas. He, uh, I can't even describe what you have on your phone right now. 41 days. It is, it's a Christmas tree. It's got a dancing Santa Claus. It's called Christmas Countdown app. Oh my god, I am so... <laughs> Turn it off, please. Oh god, you look so genuinely happy right now, too. <laughs> oh man. Yep. That is... Awesome. Th- oh, John. Awesome. No. Say it. I, I can't. But you would think it. I know. I d- oh man, did that really... How often do you open that thing? Every day. <laughs> oh, man. Starting, starting about mid-October every day. Oh, man. That's too much for me. I have to start my shopping, too. Yeah? That's a good thing now, though. Is you can do it all online. That's super like, nice. I, I, don't, I, I, don't I will tell you this. The place you will see me, if you want to see me have a meltdown, it's go to a mall anytime around Christmas. That mall in Bellevue around Christmas? They have, they have like, cops, like, directing traffic. And yeah. Oh, just no, it's awful. It, I, my I, patience level is—it's it, the one time where you will see me like I am—I I can't. Yeah, I get—I get really flustered like in, in like traffic or anything. Yep. Like, even like even now, if I ever have to go to the mall, I go to the, as soon as I pull in, I just per- park in the first spot I see. Yeah. I'm talking. I'll walk three blocks. I like literally. I just do that on purpose because I know if I the closer I get, yeah, the worst. Or at the that um, what's it, South Center? They have valet parking there, so I just drive straight to the valet. I didn't park. even know they had that. That um, makes sense. On the weekends, at least. I hate, dude, I hate, I just hate the crowds. And when it goes, oh. just getting in there, and then it's the, I think, man, like when you're walking and people just stop in front of you. The worst, that's what, like, it's people, hard. I, go, I'll say something, and I'll just, like, I, like it takes everything. And I'll be like, oh, no, stop wherever you want. Yeah. Great place. There'll be like a group of four people, and they go up the escalator, and they get stopped the escalator, and they just stop. Start yeah. looking around. It's like, well, no, there's like people behind you also on the escalator, and now they need to go somewhere. Or just not realizing that there's so many people uh, around you, and people walk four wide. Well, people, yeah, people have no like uh, like self-awareness. Yes. I think like, we talked about this because I was talking about some. There is, there is somebody. There are people. We did talk about this before, but like, there are some people that like they're happy in that situation. Right. Yeah. Here's the thing at the mall: is that half the people at the mall 
have all the time in the world. True. How they have all the time in the world. They're there to look around and then whatever they want. Maybe, yeah. maybe check out a movie later. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. We'll <laughs> see. I don't know. I don't know. And then there's people that are like, the other half people are like, I want to get in and out. So they're like flying yeah. directly. So when you combine those two groups of people, it's not good. It's absolutely. I feel like that's actually a um, a really good analogy for the yeah. election. <laughs> It's like going to the mall during Christmas. Yeah. Half the people are having a great time. The other half just won out, and it's a uh, disaster. But you can't leave for four years. <laughs> <laughs> or you get to stay for four years, oh, depending on what side you're on. That, oh, man. We can't get into the election, though. No, we're not a, even going to talk about it. It's a whole other podcast. It is. It's not this one, and it's it's not uh, un- or censored. Yeah. All right. Well. It's that time again. It is. We made it through. We, we did. Made we made it all we together. We did it together. Tickets. Uh, we'll we'll put more and more Just about the, uh, the three of us. <laughs> you can make it if you try. Just oh. the three of us. All right. Well, I'm gonna let John uh, take us out with some music. Uh, follow us with uh, on Twitter at Kick It uh, with J and G. Facebook, Kicking It with John and Greg. Uh, we will be posting more and more about this contest where we're going to give away tickets. Um, People don't even know there's a third person in the room. They're like, what is he talking about? I just think it's more funny than they don't. <laughs> this is, we have our uh, amazing fact check. We have, like, well, I mean, people do know that listen to the show that they quickly just said you guys aren't allowed to do it by yourselves. You need adult supervision. Exactly. Like most of the things that I do in my life. <laughs> John, have adult supervision. You cannot use I need an adult. Like a grown up. You cannot use the scissors yourself, John. No. No, you can't. Don't use the sharp knife, John. Don't jump off the meat, That's John. true. At John's house, he only has the kids. The, <laughs> round, the rounded scissors. Take me forever to open packages. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, this has been a long week. I know you need to get some rest. I got to get home and start decorating. Enjoy your, uh, enjoy your two days off, and uh, we will be back next week. All right. We'll see you next time. All right. <laughs>